cuteness just has to happen. It just has to happen. So what little cute thing did you want to put on there? I don't know. And it's been organic in the past. Right. So now you've organically got to come up with something cute to put on there. No, no, no. The one that I liked was the one about, we were talking about wargaming. I didn't remember that. There was one at the very beginning. You're saying something about, and then you measure it out like this, or and yeah. that game was like that. So yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, who knows, man? Let's get it. Let's do it. Well, the important thing is you passed your luck check. It's the No Class Podcast with your host, with the most, Eddie and Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, buddy. We're full of energy today. So much energy. Are we recording? Yeah. Awesome. That's great. You wanted something to organically happen, so there it is. There it is. Okay. You're talking to the gong farmer slaying, D30 slinging. Luck burning, woo! Mercurial magic bringing, phlogiston disturbing, phylactery stealing, son of a Cesar cunt. And I'm having a hard time holding these zero levels down. <laughs> woo! Nice. All right. Well, so how have you been, man? Terrific. How was Disney World? Freshly back from Disney World, yeah. Yeah, the best husband. Your medal is in the mail, sir. Best husband of the year. Yeah. Well, it was like... Do I need to quarantine now? Probably. Because, I mean, people from all over the world have sneezed and coughed in my face. How thoughtful. <laughs> Take that, Matt. Thanks, buddy. I've been needing some Omicron. Um, so, well, I got to give you props. How smart. I need them. If you're going to go to Florida, go like oh, God, uh, yeah. late November, early December. That's brilliant. Because yeah. I bet you still sweat your cojones off. There was a few times where it was like, ooh, it's brisk. I need a jacket because we were out at late at night. Uh-huh. But most of the time you'd be like, it's December and I'm sweating. Yeah, you're not wearing big boy pants, you know. Nope. nope. Yeah. So that was like me when I went to Italy. It's like going when I did. Oh, it was great, man. I mean, I, I could wear shorts during the day, but it was big boy pants at night. And, uh, and we were never just like, oh, I'm miserably hot. Because I've seen people go during the tourist season where their clothes are sticking to them. And I'm like, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. We have gone in the dead of the heat before, and it's like never again. No. Mm-mm. No way. But typically, we go around a holiday. Like, we'll go for Halloween, or we'll go see the Christmas decorations and such. Yeah. So, it was a good time. Just good. me and the wifey. Yeah. So, we had no schedule. We slept in a lot. That was nice. Yeah, that's nice. A restful, relaxing vacation. Yeah. So, I mean, no, you, you made it a fun situation. And I know you have flown since all this COVID nonsense has been going on. Well, duh. It wasn't that bad wearing the Because, I mean, we had basically the same flight. You went to Florida, too. Yeah. It wasn't basically, that bad it, wearing you can, a mask. You can pull the mask down to get a drink or eat. So, if you make sure to order a drink, you have a drink in your hand the whole time. Teehee, you can, you know, play that game. If you're like, I don't like the mask, boo-hoo. You know, you know, I don't care about it. I wear a mask all day long at work. So I'm like, man, I forget I'm wearing it sometimes for, for true. I wore mine 99% of the time, I would say. But the dude across from me wore his like 0% of the time. So, Did you have to wear one at Disney World? Yes and no. Okay. If you were inside, yes. If you were on a ride, that's, I guess, mostly inside. Yes, I didn't write anything where I'm like, 
this roller coaster goes outside, so am I wearing it or am I not wearing it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe Big Thunder Mountain or whatever. Yeah. But Space Mountain, on the other hand, that's all inside. So, yeah. And we like rode Pirates of the Caribbean. You had to wear it. Small world. Mm-hmm. So if you were inside, if you were shopping, you had to wear it. Mm-hmm. But magically... If you were outside, still elbow to elbow, ring. yeah, yeah, we were up there at one point, and we were, this was towards the beginning of the trip, and we we're like, how is this going to work? Are, are they going to try and do social distancing or this, that, and the other? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were waiting for the little sky lift things, and they're like, fill in all available space. So I was like, all right, there's no social distancing that we're going to yeah. have to worry about because it's in like, like packing like sardines, yeah. but you've got a mask on, so you'll be fine. Yeah, well, but you know, the, the mask is really more important and that's why I'm kind of still kind of scratching my head at a place where like, we, uh, the, the injection is mandatory and you have to mask. I'm like, really? If you've got the masks, that's, I mean, which by all means, it, it's good to have the, the vaccine, but it's like the mask is really the better thing. You know, but anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't stick with both. Yeah. I don't blame anybody for mandating masks. I don't because it's, that's, that's not a bad idea, but yeah. Anyway, but having both is kind of like, well, wait a minute, you know, but yeah, not a bad idea. Well, this somewhat segues into our topic. I think we're going to start with the topic this time and see how far, how long that takes us. Cause me and Matt have not talked in a while. Yeah. So that by itself can lead to a long podcast. This is going to be a long podcast. So we shall see. But, um, for example, at the long con, we didn't have a mask mandate, but that's one of those things. It's like, what's your comfort level? And I'll, I'll talk out of school. We had people message me, and I can't speak Freddie, but going, Come on, man. Are you going to mandate masks? And then like, the other people would message me, You're not going to mandate masks, are you? And I was like, You know what? Freestyle, you're adults. Get, wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Get a shot. Don't get a shot. Live your life. You know what I mean? So, anyway. So I guess I shouldn't say that when people ask me, are we going to wear masks or not? I told them yes. And if you're the kind of person that that gets your heckles up and yeah. gets your panties in a wad, good. Well, and I'm, and again, I'm fine with that too. I mean, it's one of those things to where luckily we weren't a super spreader event. Yeah. Um, Cause that's know. the thing with the long con now. It's like, was it successful? Come back to me in two weeks and I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, we would be mortified if something like that happened. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things, it's such a contentious thing. It's like I've said the last few times I've been available for a podcast. Everything, everything is so politicized and polarized. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, do you like peanut butter or not? Because if you don't, it's like, oh, come on, man, you know. Yeah, if it's going to offend you so much for somebody else to be wearing a mask, yeah. go on and do your own thing. Yeah. I'm not saying you've got to or you can't. I'm just saying if you're the kind of person that that annoy that offends your personal sensitivity so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like people that feel compelled to make fun of people that do wear masks. I'm like, you know what? I'm tickled they're wearing a mask. Good for them. How does that affect me? But then on the other hand, when you hear people that are chasing people out of a store, beating them with their purse because they're not wearing a mask, it's like, stop. You know, I mean, either way, you're an asshole. But, you yeah. know. Put me in the lukewarm category. Right. Well, and, and it's kind of like this. I didn't know, maybe we shouldn't get into this, but it's one of those things that being in the healthcare profession for a long time and doing research from verifiable, real world, genuine sources, it's like Colin Powell had the vaccine and the booster 
and so died of COVID-19. I've had patients that were fully immunized that died of COVID-19. So you can be fully vaccinated and die, but you're going to have better outcomes. So yes, you should still get it before the guy goes, see, Matt's backing up my opinion that you shouldn't get the vaccine. I'm not saying that. You'll have better outcomes. But yet, on the other hand, to, to definitely to lean towards those those people, you could be fully immunized and still get it and die. On the other hand, like I said, with, with why masks are important, is that you can be fully immunized and not be sick with COVID, but have a nasal load of it and be laughing and breathing around people, and you can be infecting them with COVID. Wait a minute, Matt. So to be all high, I'm like, ah, I've got my vaccines, and you could still be a spreader. That's why the masks are important. And I don't blame anybody for mandating masks. You know. But anyway. Well, duh. And you know me. I just don't like people that are extreme one way or the other. I'm yeah. like. Yeah. Eddie is Sweden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um, thank you for my little sermon. Yeah, let me get off my box here. But it really was a sermon because I, I, you see me too. I'm like, eh, live your life, you know. But uh, yeah. Anyway, enough about that. So the long con, you say. Yeah, I think we had it. And man, it's been pretty much a month ago yeah, since we've been, been able forever. to get together and do this and talk about the con. Yeah. Um, so I had a really good time. Uh, we had a really uh, good turnout. It's like given the times and the situation, I was really happy with our numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good to see the Dallas crew because they've been away for different reasons. And it was good to see, uh, you know, Grady and his brother and their friend, uh, Craig, I think. Um, but it's interesting. A lot of people, it's good to see the lilies. I mean, I could go on all day. It's good to see this. Good to see that one. But it's, that's like I told somebody the other day, we don't make any money doing these. Why you do them? Because of the friends we've made and the chance to spend time with those friends. You know, it's really neat to see them. Well, speaking of that, we were like, I don't know how much of the long con we've got to talk about, how long it'll take. The other thing is, is do we want to tell the story of after the long con? We're talking about kind of, oh, well. The inside so, baseball thing. So, okay. But we'll, we'll get to that. There's okay, a spoiler yeah. for you. That's an interesting story. Well, I, I definitely, for, I apologize to certain people, but I want to put out one more apology to the general masses. Yeah, when I get, when my time comes, you know. Yeah, I was going to say how much we can talk about that too. See, there's all this I'm just gonna potentially censored stuff. I'm just going to touch on it because, yeah, I mean. All right, Friday, we rolled in. We set up, vendors set up. Mm-hmm. We gave everybody their uh, badges and saw their happy, smiling faces. Mm-hmm. And I was working the registration desk, and you were running a game at one, right? Yep, yep. I had um, Eddie had the brilliant idea of stealing with both hands something Always. from uh, the brilliant uh, uh, Bill Barsh, which he stole. Which he stole, of course. Which, and he said, "Hey, guys, you know, rock out." Have fun with it, because but we got the idea sort of from him, and uh, so Eddie wrote the dungeon, and uh, Ron and uh, Bradley were so gracious in uh, between the painting and helping with setup, and Bradley loaning us his beautiful, gorgeous uh, terrain, and uh, so anyway, I ran a game using Eddie's dungeon. And a lot of these were his concepts and ideas, which were great, a lot of fun. It sounds like you're disavowing it. 
No, no, no. But I mean, I'm, I'm because on the other hand, I always worry about that. That I don't want you to think I'm stealing your thunder, taking credit for what? work you did. Um, well, it's funny. When does that ever happen? Yeah, people come up to the con, they're like, man, and I'm like, hey, and then, but they'll be heaping praise on me, and I'm going, no, man, you should be praising Eddie over here. And he's just quietly in the background being Mr. Seething. Mr. Quiet Seething. Yeah. When Writing I mean, that name down. But I'm quick to tell people that Eddie does a lot and share of the work, and he deserves way more praise. But I don't get me wrong, I do a few things here and there. Um, but anyway, uh, I ran this. People really enjoyed it. They had a lot of fun with it, um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was neat. I hope I think we got a good reception, and I'd love to do it again. It was a little bit of work, I'll say. I mean, hopefully, people realize and work in ways you wouldn't fully understand, probably, but definitely it was work. Um, but if the people had fun, and I think they did, it's it's I'm glad to put in the work. You know. Well, the fun thing is uh, Friday night I ran it. Yeah, exactly. So I ran it Friday evening. Eddie ran it Friday night. Um, I know that in my game, the big winner was uh, uh, Flores. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really great to see Skyler and Nick um, and get to game with them. And I got to game with uh, Kyle, who I guess might be the last time he's talking about having to move. And Garrett was there, and Garrett's a bud of ours. Garrett's a great guy. And what it shows you how much of a super nice guy he was. At one point, Eddie said, you know the way to really win big would be if someone basically catapulted you. Like they basically, like when you're killing the trampoline, like I'm going to bounce in such a way that propels you up in the air really high. That's what Garrett at one point said, I'm out of this. But he's like, what can I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure this guy over here across the table wins, which was, whatever the opposite of a spoiler is. Yeah. I mean, so what a nice guy just shows you how much of a, just a really wonderful person Gary is that he wonderful sacked his characters potential for winning just did zero, but catapulted Scott and Skyler was on the way to placing number one until the, well, anyway. The, so in yeah. my running of it, I had a lot of couples so I definitely expected to see that, that somebody would almost be like a blocker. Yeah. Where it's like, you pick up everything, but no, not too much till the towards the very end. But some of it is, what ideas do you come up with and when do you come up with them? And mm-hmm. I had a couple of kids in mine as well, which were vicious murdering PVP machines, which was cool. Because that was one of the big things about this one is that you could do PVP. I believe the children are the future. They're the future of PVPs. Yeah. I love Vicious. that. Vicious. I'd, I'd lean in and go, how's it going? And some kid be like, I just killed my dad. And I'm like, yay. Now, wait a minute, in the game or, you know. No, in real life, the body exactly. would be laying there. Exactly. Ruthless little so, rascals. It was a lot of fun. And I think it was pretty straightforward to run because that one's, you know, kicking the door and there's a monster. There's not a lot of gray to it, I guess. It's pretty black and white. Did anybody really have a hard time with the whole one action thing? Nope. No, I, I, it's funny. We were. I was a little concerned about that, but really, when I just made it very clear up front, you get one action. Other than that, this is fifth edition D anD D, but it's one action. Nobody really had a hard time with that. But I will say, because you did the play test too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll pick on Bradley what? and be like, "Boy, Bradley freaking hated that concept." Yeah. But that was good. That was good feedback. Yeah, no, that's why I will say because I value Bradley's opinion. I thought, well, this might be a bone of contention. This might be an issue, but luckily it wasn't. 
So no, everybody had a good time with it. Yeah. And I guess we should say that that was the kind of tournament for the con yeah. where you were giving out your big prizes mm-hmm. and then we were also giving out cash prizes. Whoever came mm-hmm. in first got a hundred bucks, second place got 50 bucks and third place got 25 bucks. Yeah. So it was cool. I mean, people essentially, like Eddie pointed out, it paid for their, for their coming that weekend. Their ticket was paid for by yeah, their the badge winnings. was 50 bucks. So I mean, yeah a big chunk of your food or whatever, depending on how you lived your con life. And I'm, I'm going to uh, toot our horn. We're moving up to a bigger, better venue. And, you know, the times yeah. are right now what's going on. Everything's more expensive. And I looked at Eddie recently and said, well, we're going to a bigger venue and we got this and we got that. And he's like, no, line in the sand. We're not going to raise our prices. And I'm like, good. That's great. Mm-hmm. He's like, you fool. I want a hundred dollars badge. Nah, and I said, no, 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 no. no. I'm I'm really proud of the fact that, um, I mean, we're a smaller com, but we could justify charging more, but we don't. And that way, if anybody would go on, I'd like to go to a com, but Bert, Bert, well, you can afford ours. So, I mean, and we're holding the line, you know. And one other thing about Friday that I would say is you kind of touched on it. We had a lot of people come back. Oh, yeah. That maybe in the full born time of the COVID. Yeah. Had kind of sat out or well, been unable to attend. And I, I'm going to give them, I don't think it was just COVID because I know I don't want to tell anybody's business, but I knew that one of our good buddies, really good buddies, that he had a, a significant other was having some ailments and issues. And he was like, I need to be here for her. But he's like, it aches not to come. And I'm like, man, stay home, be there for your person. We totally understand that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just COVID. But I mean, for some, I don't blame him for staying away if it was COVID, you know. Well, there's more than one person at the con. There's all kind of people at the con. Yeah. Wonderful people. So I would say mm. that, yeah, everybody has life going on, but people that did not get to come last year or in spring and such, yeah, I, we saw more of them returning. Yeah. And it's, uh, Adrian and, and Jonathan are always there. They were there for spring, and I think they even came, yeah, when the time of the COVID. But, yeah, it's great to see them, and Drew has become a real fixture. Mm-hmm. Fergie, if you will, he. But I hate we didn't see his his running buddy, you know Scott, I think. But anyway, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so your Saturday game that I ran of this same tournament style, we had our new. Well, they're not new, but they're new to our con. Is all of our friends from Austin? You're and, welcome. And that area, I know those are they know you, and yet they still came to our con. Super nice folks. They played well together, but you can tell they played together because there mm-hmm. were some really amusing, playful little barbs, and you can tell they're all good pals because like they're like one big old married couple, you know, but they're a quartet or whatever. But they were a lot of fun to game with, and they were – it's like you were getting at a minute ago, and we, and we talked about this after the test game. I could see where people would play this – and there's the deeper strategies, mm-hmm. and the person who's going to do well is the people that grok those quicker and implement them. And these guys are old gamers. They're smart bunch. They grokked out. They they figured out a lot of these concepts and implemented them, and that's where we quickly had our first and second place winner. Or was it or first and third or something surged out of this group? Third, First and third, I think. First and third out of that one group because they were really sharp cookies, and they and they because they teamed up quickly. They worked good as, as teams, and and they they would pick like, well, you play the fighter, and I'll play the cleric, and you go front, and da 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 da. And should I heal yet? No, wait, no, step back, you know. And I'm gonna use my healing sword, you know. So I mean, they really played well, and they did, well, and it showed. I mean, yeah, they played well, but they were fun to run the game for. I think they had fun. So 
Yeah, and that game itself is the one that makes you want to play it again. After you play it the first time, you're like, man, I'd love to play it again right now. Knowing and what I know. Exactly. All these little tips and tricks and things that I was mm-hmm. thinking like, well, if I'd gone left instead of right or if I'd done this or that. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the things that's really cool about that. And yeah. it is the kind of thing that you can only do at a convention. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that we try to keep too is, well, why should I go to a convention instead of just sitting at my kitchen table and doing it? Yeah, because we get that, and we're like, why don't more people come out? I know there are gamers in Longview, and it's like, well, they're all going to game, you know. Yeah, well, we got stuff you can't get at home at the kitchen table. Um, so other than, so there were those games, you ran a game of Barbarians of the Ruined Earth, didn't you? And I think I ran T- that on Test of a Hero Sunday. Too. Yeah. So is this all we ran? Did you run any other games? Did you run anything else Saturday? Um, you, yeah, you on Saturday I ran um, raw, uh, uh, Hellbent for Leather, which is just something that's like was typical me, like some bullet points and Weird West. But I think they had fun with it. I could see fleshing that out though. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we had we were so lucky to have had our special guest, David, David Beatty. Beatty. Of Weird Frontiers. Weird Frontiers. Stiff Whiskers yeah, press. press. And so what's funny was, if, even if he hadn't have agreed to come, it was already pretty much Weird Frontiers Con. Really? We had about five. We had more games of that by far posted. It was like, now we don't need you to run that stuff. We yeah. need somebody else. Yeah. And then David ran up and ran, and, and ran even more, you know, which was great. David's just a great guy and just a lot of fun, and we were glad to have him. Yeah, and hopefully we didn't lose him Saturday night. We hope so. So Saturday night in the last game slot, we didn't run anything so that we could do a podcast. Yay. <laughs> but something happened on the way to the podcast. All right. Which like, we may or may not touch on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, just a quick one. Um, so the bartendress there, Corey, and she's a, an actual personal friend, Facebook friend, her and her uh, IRL friend, longtime fiance, Kevin, you know, and I are real, real good pals. And so anyway, Corey has got a quality that generally I appreciate in a bartender. Generally. Generally. She has a heavy hand. And I mean, it's kind of like heavy hand. She has a lead hand. And I mean, she's actually been called down like sometimes but in the past, but we're like, you, you need to back off on that. Well, anyway, Friday she had made me a couple of drinks and I was well tooted up, but I was functional. But Saturday, I didn't eat any dinner because the con, we're kind of running and going and doing. So empty stomach. She makes me these two power drinks. Oh, my God. I got toe up from the flow up. I mean, I was drunker than Cooter Brown, as we say in the country. And so Eddie's never, he's known me 10 years. He's never seen me drunk. He's seen me buzzed, I'm sure, but never drunk. Because mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to get stupid you know, and I've seen I, him at a gentlemanly level. Yeah. And I'll just say like when we're at a con, I'm representing the con and plus just my personal self. I don't want to embarrass myself, but yeah, I was stupid drunk. And anyway, luckily I don't think I offended anybody, but if I <clears> did, <throat> I apologize because David Beatty, no, David's a good sport. I, and I apologize to him already. And he was like, eh, let it go. Cause he's a good guy. But anyway, and you said you listened to it and it wasn't that bad. Um, were you just being nice? It's it's fantastic. Oh yeah, this anyway. is going to be one of the uh, VIP Kickstarter prizes from now on. Is <laughs> you get to listen to Matt's interview Matt's with David Beatty, drunken stupor interview. Because what 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 other good friend would not put a microphone in front of you when you're stupid drunk? <laughs> but I had only seen you at gentlemanly levels. Yeah, yeah. 
and I did not realize because yeah. me and you just kind of high fived in passing. Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea, and then yeah. David Beatty's Wolf. like, yeah, he basically what did he say to you was like, what kind of a hole would uh, put a microphone in front of a drunk man like that to you, you know? And uh, but anyway, but it ha ha. I mean, it happens, you know. Because me and uh, see, I don't know how much you remember about that night. Is I, it nothing? I'm telling you, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember much. I mean, I was blackout. I don't get that drunk. I don't. So I was running around while all this was going on. At one yeah. point, uh, Beatty's like, if I'm doing this interview, get me a drink. So I left, got him a drink, and came back for however much time that took. And then I went off to do something else and ended up hooking up with our buddy Matt Couch. Yeah. And we came back in and we're sitting over there giggling at you guys doing the interview. Uh-huh. And then you made a certain remark. And me and him, this is where we need to be a video podcast, turned to each other and did the like home alone face where we're yeah. like, <gasps> did he say that? Well, you, and it was wonderful. You can and ima- we giggled that much more yeah. and then we shut down your podcast Thank immediately. God. Well, yeah, you know, you have to imagine me with no filter. So there you go. Because you had brought in a crowd on the one that I was doing with Donahue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I, and you know what? I honestly don't know if they just followed me in or I said, Teehee, come here or whatever. Now, I've got a feeling you said, Teehee, come here. You guys want to see a podcast. Yeah. You guys want to see some big stars. But yeah. that's why Matt is not in that one because I was waiting on him and looking for him and was like, I don't know where he's at. And me and David had started talking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a really good conversation. We've said that so many times. Like, this is a really good conversation. Let me get some microphones. So yeah. I got the microphones. And I was like, well, I'm waiting on Matt. I might as well get something because yeah, I yeah. mean if we record a bunch of podcasts here that's a bunch of ones yeah. that we'll have ready to go in the in the shoot yeah so I think that one came out pretty good but towards the end of that you came in all giggling so I was like mm-hmm. all right so then I let you do the next one that was going to be your solo performance because why not yeah but I didn't know it's I had good. no idea it's, I'd only seen Matt good. at a gentlemanly level yeah no it was it was bad but I mean like I said ah, I can laugh now but I was mortified the next day but, and for the other mm-hmm. people that were hanging around with us mm-hmm. after that podcast in the uh special invitational game fecal fury or whatever yeah that's also been recorded Oh, and I didn't so I've got one. cases on all of you. That's right. You could you could expose us all. It's awesome. So if I feel really froggy, I'll do some creative editing in <laughs> Very this episode. Creative, I hope because there are yeah. a few good lines that I can put in. Oh, that would be yeah. You'd like you love to put in me chuckling uproariously or whatever. So, so. I, I will tell you <laughs> when I was listening to your interview, mm-hmm. I could tell how much you'd had to drink because you were kept saying, "Well, duh." <laughs> Because <laughs> Beatty would be like, and this is how I did blah, 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 blah. And you're like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> then there'd be another exchange like that. And I was like, okay, Matt had had a little I, bit I, more I, than it, I. It shows you Beatty is such a phenomenally wonderful human being because I would have got up and probably walked off. But anyway, and I wouldn't have blamed him a bit if he had. But anyway, he's a good sport. No wonder he needed to drink too. Yeah. And do you remember Catface? Catface? Oh wow! You really don't I'm, remember I'm Saturday you, night. I was black. I mean, that's I've never been that drunk. I was black. I don't black out. I don't get. I don't drink like that. I really don't. I was black out drunk. I don't remember, but little, just little tiny 
pieces. I mean, let's put it this way. The second drink Corey made, I remember by the time I looked over and saw that she, you could see the top, the bottom of the bottle. She turned a fifth straight up. She didn't just like, here, let me glug it in. She turned it straight up. And I was, by the time I'm thinking, whoa, I'm putting my hand out. It was too late. That's why I always ask for a children's. Children's rum and coke. Yeah, and I'm like, make it like you're making it for a ten year old or something. Yeah, or so, yeah. And even the, and he told her that, and still, it, it was you could read a paper through it. Yeah, think about. I'm, we're saying coke, but like you could you could hold a piece of paper behind it and re- easily read it. I.e., that's how much rum she put in it. Well, I got that one because uh, Beatty's like something with bourbon in it. I don't care, just something with bourbon. And when he got his, he he did the old. <laughs> Like, who? yeah. I hope that didn't burn out your ears out there in listening land. But he also makes that face, and it's kind of like when the cat comes back and hisses at you. Yeah. So. So the long and shortest little story is I love Corey to death, but I'm actually kind of glad she won't be making our drinks anymore because we're going to new digs if the three of you that didn't know. But anyway. So there was a exciting Saturday night. And as usual, at a certain point in time, I just disappear. Uh-huh. which I seem to be pretty good at timing that. Uh-huh. So I'm sure there was lots of shenanigans that I fortunately missed out on. Yeah. But that's one of those things like nothing good happens after midnight. Mm, right. That's, that's kind of like after one o'clock. That's for damn sure. Nothing good was, but yeah. And I think, uh, Tyler, I couldn't go. You ran here a couple of times. Your house wasn't able to make it. And then you ran it at cons. And, you know, at the cons, we don't ever get to, to play each other's games. That would be wonderful. But you did test of a hero one and out. It's already been test of a hero two. Yeah. Because that was the big joke about Test of a Hero 1. When, when Eddie put that into the game, it was just, and I was teasing him, I was like, I can't believe I've already got games posted. And you don't. And you were like, kiss my butt. I've already had a game posted. I said, that's just test. You did that as a test game. No, I didn't. That's the actual name of the game. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I apologize. I stand corrected. He fessed up. He's like, fessed up. But he's like, nah, that was absolutely just put in his test. But then out of it was grown the name Test of a Hero. Yeah, which is completely improv. So props to my boy that he's running a game that people really enjoy, and it's old school, purely improv. Well, now that you said that, the first one was, mm-hmm. but the second one wasn't. Did you bullet point at least, or was this written out kind of Eddie style? Uh, if, for Barbarians, it's all bullet points, because yeah. that one's very loosey-goosey. Fast so, and loose, yeah. yeah. And, but That's that, good but for... Yeah, game works great with that. If somebody out there is like, I've always wanted to try improvisational gaming, they've got a couple tables in the back. It, literally, I wrote an adventure in about 15 minutes using those tables. I just rolled out some random dice rolls, like uh, fleshed out the bones a little bit from those bullet points. Boom, and I ran a game that night that I seriously, anybody knew I had just written right before everybody got there. But you can do that with Barbarians. So there's a big bad... Mm-hmm. And his name is Maggle. 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 Like Maggle. Oh, Maggle. Maggle. Okay. Which is a very subtle reference to a certain person that we know. Oh, my. Maggle. Mag- Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anybody said, wait a minute. Yeah, that that's just vague enough. So uh, That's too funny. So anyway. That, w- that, that was foreshadowing. Or no, namesake. That was, yeah. He is a... Basically, the big bad Skeletor, Avenger type of bad guy with mm-hmm. his henchmen. And what they are doing is they are stealing dragon eggs. Oh, my. Because I have decided in my world, in my post-apocalyptic world here mm-hmm. for uh, as far as barbarians go, mm-hmm. there are dragons. Why not? Why not? So the party comes across some bandits that are carrying one of these dragon eggs back up to the boss. Mm-hmm. They rescue it. They get a little dragon hanging out with them. Ooh, everybody loves that. Figment. Oh no no it's a it's a big 
like D and D wormling or whatever. Okay. It's 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 already big to start with. It's like Great Dane size, maybe then. Oh no, I even have, bigger. Yeah, but I mean, it more came like out, a horse. But we're talking about how big is the damn egg? It came yeah. Out of, okay. Wow. It's uh, so like you like need ten a wagon. foot tall egg. You need a wagon, a big a truck. sturdy a truck for this egg. They're hauling okay. it on a truck. Okay, cool, cool. So that yeah, there's this massive egg, and people really enjoy that. Because okay. I mean, people love the unknown. Yeah. What is it? What could it be? It could be anything. And that's like it's a dragon. <gasps> we get a dragon. Yeah, yeah you get a dragon. Uh-huh. So they end up running across these other dragons, the mm-hmm. adult dragons that they're looking for their kids yeah. before they hatch. Because mm-hmm. all these eggs have been stolen, mm-hmm. and they're like, up here, there's a base that Maggle's got, but we can't get in because there's a force field. So you guys can go in because you're heroes. And that's the other thing about barbarians is I think it's kind of Saturday morning cartoon. You're supposed to be heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Supposed to be heroes. Supposed to be heroes. But who's playing at this table? So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know who y'all are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of them were mm-hmm. heroes, mm-hmm. but one person wanted to be more of a bad guy type. Uh-huh. So, uh, which is fine and dandy for your standard, typical RPG or whatever. It's like, I'm working with the party, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do some shady stuff here and there. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, he wasn't like, I'm going to murder all the party as soon as they turn their back. Mm -hmm. All right. So fast forward to the end of this, you get in, there's all these dragon eggs and they're Mm -hmm. hooked up by wires to the main throne. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really cliche tropey whatever but i mean you could see all this happening on the saturday Saturday morning morning cartoon cartoon. yeah definitely in the 80s or whatever yeah so it's basically like all this energy is crackling out of the eggs and into the throne Mm -hmm. so these eggs are getting darker as the life force is being sucked out of them Mm -hmm. so it's like oh my god what do you do what do you think you do well, you need to sever those ties. Exactly. Yeah. So out of the play tests that I've done of it, all the previous times, I, this was like the third or fourth time that I've run it, I think. So a few times, yeah. So out of all those previous ones, people have disconnected them. Everything's fine. Hunky-dory. Beat the bad guy. Take down the force field. All the dragons are reunited with their yeah. kids and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Not this one. <laughs> so the eggs... It's kind of, it's like, it's draining out at the beginning. Hey, the eggs are starting to get darker. Okay. Nobody's doing anything. Okay. So boom, it's the next round. The eggs are getting that much darker. They're starting to blacken and almost like they're going to crumble away. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then then. I have to add that the person that was kind of uh, the bad guy Uh or, or had some dark tendencies Uh is a robot. Uh So the, Maggle's a warlock. Mm-hmm. So that typical thing that he's got those wizardly magical abilities. Mm-hmm. So he's going to drain all the magic. Let me say that again. The magic uh-huh. out of these eggs and into him. Mm-hmm. So the robot goes and sits on the throne. I was waiting to hear and this. All the magical energy crackles out of the eggs. The eggs crumble down to dust. Mm-hmm. And all that magical energy surges through the throne. And robots are immune to magic, right? Yeah. yeah. Robots are immune to magic in yeah. barbarians. In, so yeah. even if it was, if one of the players had jumped up there and been like, "We, I I'm get a, all this I'm energy take the power," yeah. Since it's a robot, wah, wah. yeah, yeah. So that was like I the was most to hear bummer that. ending. I was, of, I was waiting for you to say, and the, the, the guy who's kind of shady jumped on the throne. But when you say it's a robot, I went, "Oh yeah, they're like immune to magic." 
but pros and cons of being immune to magic. Yeah, tee hee. Wow. So they let. So yeah. So that's the unglorious hero. Yeah, ending. that was like the saddest. Yeah. Barbarians of the Ruined Earth. Well, well, you just start playing the wah 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 Yeah, as they slowly walk away or slink away. So here's a curious question: Is so I mean, th- did they at least take down the the big bad? Oh yeah, no problem. Okay, they kicked his butt in like the first two rounds or something. Yeah. So it was like, okay, the inner uh, it's crackling, and what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Okay, that's what I figured you meant by that. But yeah, they weren't that well, tied up or something. Like, oh, this paddle is just so critical. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, they came in and were cleaning house. So sure, wow. Well, it still sounds like a great adventure, and I've most it was they, fantastic. They, yeah, that's too funny. That is funny stuff. So those were, like I said, so talking about hellbent for leather, I ran that hell one. Bent. And I had fun with that one. And basically, the guy that had the cattle ranch was uh, it was the it was the Bartlett cattle ranch, haha, put, injecting each other into the other one's game. Now that one is that somewhat related to the one that we were playing, Savage Worlds, or no? Well, again, that guy's name actually I don't I've told you this yet. His name isn't Bartlett either. I just changed it for fun. You know, and in fact, in the, in the con in my game, people were laughing because I had the guy whose name is like Big Bill Bartlett or whatever something. That at one point he goes, "Yes, yeah, name's named after my dad." He, they called him Crazy Ed, <laughs> you know. So haha, you know. Um, and uh, so there's again, you see how we love to sort of subtly he put each other in the other guy's game. But the other thing was at one point they they met the cowboys from hell. And one had been an old hanging judge in the area that had made a pact with devils and went straight to hell. And they called him Hang 'em High Hurdle. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was the other guy who'd been a bounty hunter, and he had these two like flaming, uh, like flame dripping off these two Bowie knives, whatever. He, he was slashing things up, and they called him Hack 'em Up Hopkins. You know, so ha ha ha. Anyway, it's a dangerous crew right there. Exactly. Needless to say, literally, like at one point, Gus was like, huh, you know, what I mean, like he really was getting into it. And my descriptions of them, you know, they're like, you know, chiordling, screaming, flaming skeletons from hell or whatever. And, well, I mean, really, if you just gave normal descriptions of them, that'd be that pretty would be pretty horrifying. That would be pretty, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, yeah, ha ha. We had some fun with that. Because I could basically hang him high. Like at one point he gestured at somebody and all of a sudden just a flaming magical noose appears and like tries to, you know, yeah, make a reflex save or boom, it's around your neck and you're being hauled up into the air or whatever, kicking and taking, you know, asphyxiation and burning damage. And so they were like, holy crap, you know, so anyway. Well, just because we haven't made the joke in a long time, centralize your computers. Absolutely. But uh, in the Kickstarter Carnage, the casino, mm-hmm. the main titular robot or i guess not titular but the the main npc robot Infamous is created famous. by the yeah. lethal computer center instead uh, of the longview computer yeah, center yeah, yeah. so lcc gets a couple of call outs call outs in there too there you go good deal but yeah um but no i had a lot of fun ran some great games it was so good to see so one many of, the, of our old friends one of know. the funny things about uh sunday too was uh there was a really long line at Fuzzy Taco because you'd gone out to get some lunch for me and you and Beatty. your your lady and Beatty. Yeah, you betcha, you betcha. There was and a long boy, line. Boy, there was just a long, long line. And I, I told Beatty, I said, if we set up and do start podcasting, our food will show up. And as always, yep. There it came. That you worked. Betcha. You can count on me. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, so the other thing was we had... Um, 
uh, the frogs were out. We had uh, uh, Pex, and yep. we had uh, Bad Mike, and we had Zach Glazier, which they're all a bunch, great bunch of guys. Um, yeah, I guess David was there, of course, because he got to be in the podcast. We had and, Bad Rob, of course. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Rob, and he ran, I heard some stories as much as I was bad off. Uh, our friend Tucker, who runs the coffee, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to talk out of school, but he was saying that the 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 old guard that were at the uh, chariot race were pretty toe up. But, good. Then yeah. we know they had a good time. We know they had a good time. Um, and I love at one point the frogs and this other gentleman, I can't remember his name, I feel bad now, he was a friend of theirs, had showed up and they were doing some sort of a... Was it Beard? It might be, but but the, they were, he, he had made up, devised his own sort of little tank battle game. Hmm. And they were playing that on a table off in that uh, one gaming room behind, close to where the Frog God's table was. And it sounded like a lot of fun. And it was like quick to learn, but with deeper strategies. And they were having a lot of fun with that. I think that was on Friday night, maybe, or something. So they, they there was some good gaming to be had for everybody. And it was good to see all those. Like I said, a lot of people, we don't get to see that much. It's nice to see them. Zach's super nice. And, you know. I'll say we had a good number of walk-ups, too. We did. And we were really tickled that, like, you know, we we get people that come from Dallas, from Shreveport, from Bossier. Um, Austin now. And now we have Austin and Houston. So uh, uh, who was the fellow that was so nice that ran those games? And it was sort of a, a oh, the yeah. ongoing game. I feel bad. It's been so long since the con. I had the guy's name written down somewhere and in my yeah. mind, but it's been a month and now. now. I'm Facebook buddies with so, him, too, and yeah. I can't think of it. And I feel bad. But, he, he but was, it's Iron League. That's Iron what he was running. That's what he calls super it. Super nice guy. And he ran all weekend long. Everybody loved his games. And they were drop-in, drop-out kind of games. And I guess he used to be involved with, like, Alcon or something, maybe. But um, he was really super nice. He won. Oh, yeah. We had a 3D printer up for grabs. 3D printer up for grabs. He won that and was just uh, floored by the fact that he won it. And he was gracious enough to donate it. Uh, NTRPG. NTRPG, yeah. So just super, super nice guy. I really hope he comes back. And I hope he tells his friends in Houston. Because, you know, we've, we thought Houston's so far away. This side of Houston's only about three hours. It's yeah. not that bad. I mean. Kind of like when we hit MagCon. Yeah, yeah. We were like, we're here already? Yeah, we got there literally in right at three hours. But I think that was another time when we're like, man, I haven't seen you in a little bit. We got stuff to chit-chat about. We'd and then see, boom. We were like, if we had a, a recorder in the truck with us, we could have had a. Well, three hours would be a bit much, but this but might it was be too. all super exciting. The only problem was it was so racy. Oh my! Nah, I'm just saying. I know. All right. Well, that's enough. We're going to keep. What else? What else can you say about long concert? So we're just about at the 45 minute mark. Yeah. And I do think that there is an interesting story after the long con. Oh my. It's just a matter of how much of that story we want to tell. Oh yeah. Well, I've mentioned we're going to be in new digs. That's what you're alluding to. Yeah. So I'll, we will see, maybe there'll be some editing with this or maybe, maybe me and Matt will just slap each other across the table when we're saying something (laughs) we're not supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to lead off with this on Friday, probably before we open for registration or about that time, do you have one prior to that? Yes, if I may. Okay. So we we had went together. Eddie's like, I want to ride with you when you go to pick up David Beatty. You know, and I'd shampooed the, the truck. The David Beatty. The David Beatty. And so I'd like shampooed the truck, wash it out, waxed it, whatever, Simonize it. Anyway, so we went to pick up David. And he's like, I want to go with, you know. And uh, 
was really David's just a super great guy and he's always super nice. Better than we deserve. Really, absolutely. And he and he tells us some great stories and stuff that like, ooh la la, like you couldn't he's talking out of school kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um we went to pick him up. Well, when we got back at the hotel, it's Thursday night, and some of our awesome congoers have already arrived, paying for an extra day at the hotel mm-hmm. to be there bright and early, even though we don't start up until, what, 12, 1 o'clock on Friday. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Mad Eddie, they're down at the bar. Come have a drink. And we're like, sure, just a second. Well, here comes the person we've been dealing with from our, the, the previous venue that came charging up. The first thing our mouth was, we're going to have to go up on you next year. I'm like, why would you tell me that? Why would you make a point to scurry out from the back room to tell me that? So, I mean, th- and it's that's so nebulous. It could be like, well, are we priced out? Is this the last one? Are we never doing this again? Hmm. So the whole weekend, in the, when I wasn't running wild, when I would get a slow moment for a second, I, that thought would flip in my head like, damn, this might be the last one. So it really kind of put a little bit of a black cloud over the proceedings for yours truly. Okay, and carry on. So on Friday, as we're starting to get people rolling in and they can, like you said, this is some new people up here that we're dealing with and they're just fantastic and wonderful. I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about them. And they can, but this is the first time that they're ever getting to see it and go like, oh, okay, they do actually have people that show up. Mm-hmm. So as we're starting to get our people trickling in at the very beginning of it, I said, when can we talk about signing that contract for next year? And it's like, well, or, or, let me get back to you. Mm-hmm. 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 and then so eddie and i were really people i think we've done this enough and eddie's so great in the way he sets up and plans things even when we're we know we're off the mark we're still so damn good that mother people don't even see it but we knew personal best that we were kind of scrambling friday to get our act together oh yeah we didn't do some of the preparatory stuff we normally do and we thought ah, is that necessary what have we learned yeah it's probably necessary to do that pre-function preparatory stuff anyway this little same gal comes screaming up to me and goes oh hey we, we're gonna need an extra yeah 500 bones and i'm like what do you mean 500 bones we've, we've met with y'all two and three times and said this is it right well, this is it we're right we're square up. right do, do, this is america do you know what your square means you know i mean we're paid up so she, oh no no there's tax title license and ancillary blip blap fee and i'm like what so we had to so what a great time to flat foot us with that as we're setting up. Because what if we'd said, you know, we're not going to pay it. They'd probably been, well, bye. So they know they've got you over a barrel. And that's really, that's the kind of stuff we dealt with in Shreveport, you yeah. know, at that place. So I thought, wow, that's really bad form. But anyway, again, another black mark. Yeah. So so then we, ended, blah, blah, blah. Then we decided we were going to be able to meet with them. Was it the Tuesday after? Yeah. So the Tuesday after the con, we roll in and said, yeah, okay, we know we're going to go up. Well, I believe the rate was double, right? Quadruple. Absolutely. What we're currently paying, it was going to be four times that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Not yet. It's just been a month. Yeah, I was going to say, double would be one thing. Triple would be one thing. Quadruple. I think we were expecting it might double. Yeah. I will admit, we had a pretty sweet deal. We had a preferential rate, sure. But at the same time... Like, I could see someone unproven not getting that kind of rate. But we'd been getting that rate, and we'd proven ourselves. I think we were worthy of still some sort of a discount. But anyway, carry on. They were just going to charge us full price and then some. Yeah. So then, even with that said, with it being like, well, we can't afford that. But we said, uh, 
do you have the dates available if we want to do it? Well, let me go check. Nope. We booked somebody on that already. And then if you will remember this part of it, that really sticks in my crawl mm-hmm. is where they're like, yeah, we booked, I don't know, what was it? The Firemen's Association or mm-hmm. Arson Squad or I don't know what exactly yeah. they were. And I have no hard feelings on them. But she's like, yeah, we booked them on Friday, I think. Yeah. Basically, the day that I had asked about, will we be able to redo it? Yeah. She's like, yeah, those guys came in and did it. And boy, they wanted to make sure they got that weekend and they wanted to book it before you. So I'm like, yeah, thanks a lot. You're not, you didn't give if us you the know, option. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have our right of first refusal or anything. Yeah, and that's been our weekend you know, whatever. And I said, well, we could push forward a weekend. What do you got? Let me go and look. Nope. That's booked too. All right. You know, perception is reality. And the perception was your persona non grata. We don't even want you here. And I'm like, well, message received. So we went outside, we looked at each other and that was the end of the long con. Yeah. We were like, yeah, you should have seen the looks on our faces. I mean, it was some long faces. Yeah, it was like having to put spot down. Yeah, we were we were disheartened, and that's that that, that doesn't do justice to our spirits. They were crushed. But you may remember there was a cryptic message on Facebook for about ten minutes where it was like, "Hey, we don't know what's gonna what the future may hold." So yeah, for that brief moment in time, Long Kong was dead. Yeah, that the, the last one would have been the last one. Yeah. And then. I said, you know, on my way home, I passed by the other big venue. Just for fun, I think Long Con's dead, but just for fun, since I'm heading that way anyway, I'm going to stop by there. And you said, I'll go with you. I'm curious. I want to know too. Because that was kind of like, well, the body's in the coffin. Let's go see if we're going to get nails or not. I'm saying, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Oh boy, man, talk about a 180. Yep. We went from being absolutely crushed to being just, we can't lose, you know. So we shall see how this goes in the new spot. We're both really excited about it. Super stoked. But we need to figure out how we're going to get the word out. But we, I, and I'm, it's no exaggeration when I tell you that it's not just sour grapes. This is a much nicer hotel, a much nicer venue, bigger space. There's things that we've always said like to the other one, like, hey, could you offer this or do this? No, you have to do it yourself. This place, un- without even asking, they're like, oh, we're going to provide you with this, and how would you like that? So, I mean, and if, if people like the boardrooms, we could have more boardrooms. People probably, we're going to do our, in the past we've had people sponsor boardrooms. With sponsorship, we can have, they've got more than one boardroom. We can have multiple boardrooms. That's just cool. Yeah, It's a big, beautiful space. But the thing is, is we need to get the word out. Yeah. And how are we going to do that? How are we going to try and prevent getting in this situation again where it's like, oh, I guess it's dead. Yeah. It's going to have to grow or well, I don't know. One thing, if those of you who listen to this that actually attend the con and, the, and if you know people that don't listen to the podcast that come, for the love of God, use the rate. You're not going to beat that rate that they give us through uh, hotels.com or whatever. I'll use my hotel points or whatever. The thing is, what helps us get get these things and maintain these things and keep the rate that we get is generating sales for the hotel through that rate. If I, I, I literally want to beat my head against the wall here. We'll provide these rates and these links, and people just do not use it. 
And it's a shame because like we're talking about the rate that we're getting at this place. I was astonished. I guarantee by the time the con rolls around, you won't be able to get a hotel room anywhere for that price. I mean, I'm just astonished. So definitely. And even if you were like, I could save $5 on what's it, Travaggio. Dude, come on, man. Use the link. We need that, you know. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the point if it's like, well, should I buy a T-shirt from you guys or should I book a night? Book a night. Don't don't give us that. And if it's yeah. like, should I buy a raffle ticket or mm-hmm. should I buy a sandwich from the hotel? Buy a sandwich from the hotel. Or worst case scenario, if you didn't use the link, when you come in, make look at the person across the counter and say, I'm here with the long con. And if you don't see them making some little tip, 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 tip on the computer, you might go, uh, uh, you need to make a notation. I'm here with the long con because they're supposed to do that at a desk. Like if you didn't use the right, they're supposed to make a note of that. But some of these people, well, anyway, I'm going to stop there historically yeah but hopefully we'll see because i've i mean we had people that said they had a hard time getting the link to work for them at the previous location yeah so I, we'll see if it works better here i have I a feeling i think it will we've be seen the desk be a lot more staffed and a lot more attentive we'll see proactive yeah we'll see so anyway this is going to be great anybody that has any can had some reservations or concerns about switching venues and there's some people that definitely had some reservations at the previous venue, like the food the first year. That's a bad first impression, you know, those hamburgers. Well, we're going to let them know, hey, if you provide food, you better knock it out of the park the first year. People have long memories, apparently, about such things. So, All right. All right. We're at about an hour. You want to call it for the long con wrap-up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless anything else you want to say. I don't think so. But uh, like I said, we've got to figure out how we're going to try and promote this. So if you have any fantastic promotional ideas for us, mm-hmm. give them to us. If you got any fantastic ideas for swag, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear them because we don't want to do the same thing every year. And I guess a quick shout out. And it's like I don't want anybody to be offended. Like uh, Richard uh, LeBlanc of uh, Big New Dragon was there at our con. We appreciate him coming. You're smiling. Did I mispronounce something? No. Okay. I was. I'm waiting for you to name everyone that was at the con well no no offense to richard leblanc yeah okay i said i did say it right richard leblanc and uh of new big dragon jonathan thompson by the field press was there as usual we're always glad to have him and adrian who runs phenomenal games uh i can't mention all of our vendors we had quite a few but i've already mentioned fergie for instance and we you know um which is dearthen's bags but anyway, I mean with a lot of great vendors we mentioned david but other special guests like i said we mentioned uh, bad mike zach pex uh, David Beatty, who, who am I forgetting? I seem like I am, but because we had quite sure the, you will. we had the, quite the little list Saturday night at the um, uh, Squeaky Cage event that we called. Oh, him John out. Watson was a John, uh, yeah, see, I'm, see, I'm sorry, and John Watson, and I really gushed about him in our Saturday night Squeaky Cage because mm-hmm. he's someone that. Uh, has been there since the very first long con. He drove all the way out from Dawson, brought some friends with him. Super great guy. We were glad to have him and glad to call him a, a special guest. So, yeah, thank you for reminding me. That would have been a sin to forget, John. All right, so, yeah. And then I'll give you one last taste is we've already been contacted about a special guest for next year, which you will enjoy a lot. It's another big get. Oh, yeah. So when yeah. I am allowed to talk about that, yeah, we'll talk about it. Oh but, yeah, people. I'm excited about this definitely. So because we we were basically, we were led to believe that we would never see this person, so that's pretty wild. So I can tell by the clock on the wall, we're all out of hit points. <laughs> bye bye.
Because Eddie just did the uh, in the uh, Carnage in the Casino. Oh, my God. You almost didn't get that out. <laughs> the Carno is what you said. The Carno in the Cappuccino. The Carno in the Cappuccino. Right. Yeah. Which I was pretty upset with Eddie. I told him when I first saw him that his first kickstart was not a Weird Frontiers adventure. That bastard. It really hurt my feelings. I can see that. Because when I saw, uh, I think you, you maybe you boosted the signal on it on Facebook. I was like, oh, it's a casino adventure for Weird Frontiers. And then I clicked on the Kickstarter and I was like, oh, man, this is no. Yeah, it was pretty sad. But, but anyway. we've always appreciated David. We got to play with him at uh, North Texas, which is a great convention. Good convention. Excellent. Yep. And um, almost, they, almost as good as Long Con. Almost. Almost. Right there at it. So hopefully Eddie will edit all this shit out because I am way... Uh, if he's him. smart, he'll leave it all in because that's he, what people like. Is Matt dick. fucked up. Pot armor. Yeah, yeah. Which is? Pot armor. <laughs> going to be your last podcast. Yeah, no, no he, you listen totally to outlaw me. Well, duh. The God Farmer Slams. D30 singing. Look, burn it. Woo! McCarran Magic bringing. Fuck is not disturbing. Relaxedly stealing. Son of a Cesar Pants. And I'm having a hard time holding these level zeros down. Woo! We're making up a Rick Flair in the game. Essence Rick Flair thing. So, you're talking to the God Farmer Slam. D30 singing. Luck burning. Woo! Imperial magic bringing. Flow just on disturbing. Phylactery stealing. Son of a Cedric Cunt. You can have a lot of weird stuff time. to edit out. Hold these level zeros down. Hold these level zeros down. I'm keeping it. This is all going into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>